Hello there, and thanks for taking the time to listen to another episode of If the Phrase Fits. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever made a mistake? Silly question, right? Everyone makes mistakes now and then. And that's the theme of this podcast, actually. Expressions related to making errors. Now, I don't mean listening to this podcast. I mean in general. The first one is, to err is human. I guess that's true. Being human means making mistakes. Man, I really must be human. People sometimes say this expression after a friend makes a mistake to make them feel better. It has sort of the same meaning as, hey, nobody's perfect. Ah, yes, to err is human. Anyway, when did we start speaking these words of wisdom? This phrase sounds like it dates back a long time, and it does. The website interestingliterature.com says it was first stated by Alexander Pope. If you know a bit about English literature, you may know that Alexander Pope was a famous English poet and writer. Wikipedia calls him one of the most prominent poets of the early 18th century. Interestingliterature.com states that the line, To Air is Human, is contained in his first great piece of work entitled An Essay on Criticism, published in 1711. That website also notes that, interestingly, Pope's An Essay on Criticism also features two other common phrases that we still use today, which are, Fools rush in where angels fear to tread, and A little learning is a dangerous thing, which is often misstated, apparently, as a little knowledge is a dangerous thing. Now, let's take a look at the second idiom of this episode about mistakes. It's barking up the wrong tree. This colorful phrase means that someone is wasting their time and effort because they are mistaken for some reason. In other words, they are pursuing the wrong thing. For instance, let's say the police are investigating a murder. If they believe the wrong person committed the murder, then they are barking up the wrong tree. According to the website called theidioms.com, the expression dates back to the novel called Westward Ho by the American writer James Kirk Paulding in 1832. The idiom apparently refers to hunting dogs that have chased an animal up a tree they would bark loudly to signal to the hunters. In this case, however, unknown to the dogs, their prey is no longer up that tree. So the dogs are kind of stupidly barking up the wrong tree. Hey, stop that! If someone is barking up the wrong tree, they might have been fooled by a red herring, which is the next colorful idiom I want to examine. If you're not sure what a red herring is, it means a false or misleading clue that distracts attention away from the real facts or solution. Let's go back to those policemen I talked about just a few moments ago who were barking up the wrong tree in the murder investigation. They may have mistakenly believed the suspect committed the murder because of a red herring. That is, maybe someone thought they saw the suspect near the victim's home on the night of the murder, but it turns out that it was someone who just looked a bit like the suspect. It wasn't really him. So, that's a red herring. Mystery writers often put red herrings in their books to make readers think someone other than the true criminal committed the crime. So, how did this phrase come into being? Several sites I saw say it was made popular by an English writer named William Cobbett, 
who wrote about using red herring, a strong-smelling food made from smoked herring, which makes it red, apparently, to distract dogs while they were chasing a rabbit. Wiktionary said that up until 2008, it was believed that the idiom originated from the practice of using the fish in training the dogs to use their noses to track foxes or badgers, for example. In other words, the strong fishy smell of the herring was used to try to confuse the animals. The dogs were said to be taught to stick to the scent of the animal they were tracking, not the red herring. However, Wiktionary says that in 2008, some academic researchers proved that herrings were not actually used in this way to train dogs. Rather, they said the fish was used to guide a different animal altogether, horses. I know that's a bit confusing. Let's look at the fourth idiom related to mistakes. With an origin story that's a bit easier to understand, it's eat one's words. If you have to eat your words, it means that you have been proven wrong and have to admit it. Let's say a guy, we'll call him Dennis, is confident his favorite team will win the championship. But if they lose, he has to eat his words. Loser. Yeah, I guess we've all had to eat our words from time to time. Eat one's words is an old idiom. Sites such as Grammarist.com note that it was introduced in a pamphlet from 1571 by John Calvin, a religious reformer from France. He wrote, God eateth not his words when he hath once spoken. I had to use my dramatic voice there, especially with the word eateth being used there. Apparently, as Grammarist mentions, eat crow was also used in the 1600s by Sir Walter Raleigh in his memoirs. Eventually, the phrase came to be used popularly in the 1700s. Right, now time for the fifth expression. It's failure is the mother of success. This one's not too hard to figure out. It just means that failure leads to success. The idea is that you can't really be successful unless you fail first. <laughs> Good news for me. When might you say this expression? I suppose it's similar in a way to using to err is human which is the first idiom we discussed. You say, to err is human when someone makes mistakes. Similarly, you could say, failure is the mother of success when someone fails. Sort of like, better luck next time. What's the origin of this phrase? All the sites I saw say it comes from the translation of an ancient Chinese proverb. However, none of the sites that I looked at could tell me who said it or when. It sounds like something Confucius would have said. I looked up some Confucius quotes. He does talk about success. A site called BrainyQuote.com lists some of them, but I couldn't find failure as the mother of success. So I guess it was some other smart person, not Confucius. So no luck on finding any more details about the origin of that expression other than it comes from a Chinese proverb. I guess you could say that failure wasn't the mother of success for me there. Okay, time to recap the expressions we discussed in this episode. The first one was, to err is human, which comes from Alexander Pope in the early 1700s. It means, you know, everybody makes mistakes. The second was barking up the wrong tree, a phrase from 1832, meaning to be mistaken about something and wasting time pursuing the wrong path. It originally referred to hunting dogs. The third idiom I talked about was red herring, 
which is a false clue that might cause someone to bark up the wrong tree. Hey, stop that! Fourthly, we looked at eat one's words, whose origin can be traced back to a religious pamphlet from 1571 by John Calvin. If you are forced to eat your words, it means you must admit you are wrong. And finally, there was failure is the mother of success, which apparently originates from an ancient Chinese proverb. I appreciate you listening to my podcast, and I'm thankful as well to Zapsplat.com for the use of their music and sound effects library. If you would like to suggest any expressions for my podcast or have any comments, please email me at ifthephrasefits at gmail.com. See you later, and I hope you don't follow any red herrings or bark up the wrong tree. Bye.